0: Welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. My name is Phil Strom. I'm so excited about my guest on today's show. It's the longest reigning intercontinental champion, Gunther. In my opinion, Gunther, formerly known as WALTER, is one of the best performers in the entire world. The realism he presents is unlike anything in pro wrestling. His matches with Ilya Dragunov, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and others, they're brutal, but they're also beautiful. Gunther has a presence like few others in wrestling. Cool thing about him is you could easily drop him into just about any era and he would fit i'm very excited for this one so here we go with dering general gunther extremely honored to be joined today by the longest reigning intercontinental champion in wwe history during general gunther gunther thank you so much for joining me on under the ring pro wrestling conversations
1: oh uh, yeah thank you for having me
0: so Let's start with what's up next in your historic reign. You're taking on a stalwart of WWE, The Miz. Aside from what's already been said in that match, what are your thoughts on that match? What are your thoughts on him as a wrestler? It's a clash in styles, but I really feel like you guys can bring a lot out of each
1: other. Um, yeah, I think so too. Um, it's definitely a clash of yeah many things. I think uh, it's a clash of styles. It's a clash of how we both came up in this business, in the sport, uh, where we... Yeah, paid our dues uh, is different. Um, but I think that's what makes it interesting and that's what makes it exciting. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. Like you said, it's one of the most decorated active superstars uh, in the company. Um, I'm only in the main roster since one and a half years now. Um, also in terms of that, it's a little bit the newer generation against the older generation, so I'm excited for that and yeah i think that's all to be said about it i'm really interested to
0: see what that looks like with you and him because you guys in very different ways are two of my favorite wrestlers to watch and it's just it's 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 those kind of matches to get me excited your matches with uh sheamus at clash of the castle and then sheamus and drew at wrestlemania and then drew at SummerSlam are some of my favorite matches of the last uh probably at least decade um you represent the sports side of wrestling and the ring is sacred and that kind of stuff but what did you personally like about stepping into the ring with those guys and creating
1: um i think every opponent has uh yeah obviously every opponent is different every opponent brings different upsides to the game um always depends what it is so you mentioned sheamus first for example he's somebody that matches my physicality and brings a lot of energy to the ring where it's like you have to be all over the guy um to really keep in in control. So like to really keep him down. Um, That's somebody, for example, that uh, that's something not everybody brings, for example. Um, So it was new to me and brought out, yeah, something different in me. Um, And that goes for basically every opponent, really. Um, So it's hard to say. Um, But yeah, for example, Drew, uh, Seamus is a good example for a heavyweight, for example, take somebody like, Chad Gable, who is a former Olympian, so athleticism-wise, uh, conditioning, he will be somebody that beats me, obviously. Um, but then there's the size difference. How does that play into it? Um, he's technically even more versatile than I am. And um, yeah, I think those are just two examples of how everybody's different. And uh, But I think those differences make it exciting. The
0: Intercontinental title has long been known as the Workhorse title, which I can appreciate it. But if you look at the history of it, it was also used to headline cards that the world champion wasn't on in the past. The history of it with Pat Patterson and Ken Patera and their rivalry in the early eighties, the man you supplanted the honky tonk man wasn't the style of a lot of other guys, but he headlined some big money shows in a really strong time in, uh, in pro wrestling. What about the Intercontinental title makes being the champion so
1: special to you? Um, I think uh, the work and the the performances I put into my reign is what makes my reign special. Um, Yeah, I think that basically sums it up. I think it's one of the most prestigious titles, obviously, that lost a lot of steam in the last years. Um, On the one hand, it's obviously on the management to decide how uh, prominent the title should be featured, but on the other hand, it's also on the champion to yeah, put in the performances that forces management to yeah, represent, uh, present the title uh, prominently. So um, yeah, I'm very proud of the work I put into it so far. Um, I'm still in the middle of it, even though a lot of uh, records have been broken on the way. Um, but yeah, but I would say, the status it has right now and what makes it special is because, yeah, I, I'm the champion and I put the work in right now. Did you have a favorite
0: Intercontinental Reign as a fan before you were a wrestler?
1: Um, Not really, no. Um, obviously, like when I was as a kid, I was watching WWE and a little bit older than two, but never to the extent where I would really be able to follow up Like on a weekly rhythm or something like that. So, I, it's hard to me for compare it. But also, I don't compare it. Like I, yeah, not. I could not care less if there's another wrestler before me or there's going to be one after me that has a better rain or a more exciting rain or something like that. Um, I don't make those
0: comparisons. It's a unique time in history where the Intercontinental title has become a main event title because of you. The tag team titles headlined a WrestleMania night last year, and it's really great when you can see those other championships in in, in prominent spots like that. Um, for me, a next progression with you would be the World Heavyweight title held by Seth Rollins, the Universal title held by Roman Reigns. You, I don't think you faced either one of those guys. Uh, you might have faced Seth Rollins in some live events, uh, some dark matches, that kind of stuff. But how do you think you match up with those guys? And
1: uh, you know, what kind of a challenge would that be for you? Um, so yeah, obviously, um, there's room to grow. And whenever the time comes that I lose the title, and the time will come because nothing lasts forever, um, that's obviously the next logical step, I feel like. And there's a lot of room to grow into. Um, those two guys, yeah, I think it's very different. I feel like uh, style-wise a match with Seth would match better uh, with me. Um, but also I think being in the ring with Roman are completely new challenges. Um, I think I'm more similar to Roman than I am to Seth um, as a wrestler, but yeah, they both would be fantastic matchups, and the challenger would be Happy to take on, and a match I've always wanted to see that I think a lot of people would too
0: would be you and Brock Lesnar, just because I think just as you can tell, I like the physical style of wrestling that you uh, produce. So, and what what would what would that look like? What would what would a match with you and Brock Lesnar look like?
1: Um, it's a good question. Uh, you never really know what you get with Brock, I would say, um, but it's definitely a match. Uh, yeah, I want to have, I want to do. I feel like. Uh, Brock is somebody that i kind of like class as and i just made it my thing it's like my, maybe my personal end boss maybe that's the yeah. that's the guy that at one point i have to step into ring to to Validate myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, I um, mean, he's kind of a ring general too, in
0: in his own way. You know, just the way that he commands things and the way that he kind of takes control of a of a match. Does, but yeah. it, but in a, in a very different style than you too. It's like it's still physical, but it's not maybe maybe not as technical. His style changed a little bit after he came back from MMA, which I think it kind of had to. But uh, I, I would just be I would love to watch you and Brock Lesnar. So if we if we could make that happen in any way, that would be phenomenal. Um, what's it like for you living in the U.S. now? You were such a stalwart on the European scene for such so, a so long time and then in to UK, and I'm not sure that a lot of fans ever dreamed that you would uh, be here in the U.S. What's it been like for you?
1: Um, yes, I mean, I would say so far so good. So it's obviously it's a little bit different moving out from, yeah, the, the continent you grew up in to a completely new place. And in this, even though society is very similar, I feel like uh, there's still some – differences that you have to get accustomed to. But uh, I blended in very good, I think, in life over here. And uh, there's not even but to be fair, there wasn't even too much to blend into because the two or three days I'm home a week. um, It doesn't really matter where I live for that, to be honest, because I'm not leaving my house much (laughs) (laughs) during those days.
0: Very good. What's the best part about being from Austria? The
1: best part, um, best part about being Austrian, I think, is uh, being raised, understanding that life is about not—it's not just about grinding and hard work and being raised to—you need to enjoy this life as well. I feel like that's something that gets lost in some other cultures uh, around here. Um, where I work 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 and make it make it make it is like the, the the biggest focus um but in austria and maybe i'm a little bit uh how do you say that uh, maybe there's some favorism to austria by saying that but i feel like culture in austria in that sense is always about enjoy your life um value what's important to you and yeah so it's a very down-to-earth society uh paying a lot of attention to the most important things in life. Very good. Um, that
0: said, you know, have you been able to kind of enjoy what you've been able to accomplish both in your career before and uh, during WWE, considering that you, if you're looking at life that way?
1: Um, as of right now, to be honest, it's uh, no, not really. Like, obviously, financially, that has an impact on your life. But when it comes to Um, The things you achieve or something like that, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't allow myself to lay back and kind of like, yeah, enjoy that for a bit, like enjoy a moment of like, you accomplished, you accomplished that, because it's not the the right time for that now. Um, There's a lot more stuff that will happen in my career in the next years, and once it's all said and done, uh, I can lay back and reminisce a little bit and enjoy it again um that doesn't mean i don't enjoy the journey now uh, i do it a lot but my focus is not on my focus on the price and my focus is on getting better and being better than i was a week ago and yeah that's what's most important for me now
0: all right. Other are other are people you look to in pro wrestling as mentors, both in your early years and in and in WWE now, is there anybody that you uh, specifically look to?
1: Um, I would say nobody specifically. It's like uh, I've been asked that before. It's like who was that that one person you looked up to and go like, oh, that's that's how I need to be. I was I was somebody that I was. I don't know. Was I was always able to. a lot of energy focus in go walking the way i like to walk Uh, when i get told do this do that and then i do it and i don't feel it then i'm not gonna do it anymore um so i feel like it's not a specific person but actions from a lot of peers around me coming up in my wrestling time um it's like I would say some, even on the early stages. I think there was never like that one guy that was like, "Oh, he knows all the answers to me." It's like you live and learn, and it's trial and error. But who influenced me the most it is, I would say, it is uh, Ludwig Kaiser uh, to a certain degree with all the uh, with all the knowledge he had from even though his father and the whole look at how our sport should be um in the ring like i remember having early matches with daisuke segimoto like uh in my career i i really looked up to him i learned a lot there timothy thatcher is somebody that i learned a lot from uh from working with him sack Saber jr would be somebody that i wrestled through with my career um yeah just to mention a few so it's really your shared experiences, and
0: your your match with Ilya Dragunov at NXT UK was, I think, what put you on the map for a lot of WWE fans. What What did you think about the positive reaction to that match? It was so, it was so unique.
1: Um, yeah, it was fantastic, and I think, especially back then uh, during COVID, when the empty arena shows were a thing, um, that benefited us. I think. I think that looking back, I think. Looking back, and they would have given me the the choice between you want to do that match in front of a full house or an empty arena, I think I would say, looking back, I would say, I'd take an empty arena again, because I feel like that's what, it felt a little bit like two guys wanted to sort out something, and they locked themselves into a room, and yeah, just got it done. And the Um, noise, the emotion, and that kind of stuff, too. You could hear every shot, you could hear every... Groan, you
0: know, as it went on. Yes,
1: like little, like at the end, you get exhausted. You hear both heavily breathing, and it's a struggle. You can relate to that even more. Um, So I think that it's just one of those cases uh, right place, right time. Um, And I'm glad it happened how it happened. We're going to
0: move on to something we call the three count now. It's going to be three quick questions and your answers. First question. Who received the hardest or loudest chop you've ever thrown? And,
1: and when was that? Um, I can't answer that, but I'm going to promise on from Saturday. Uh, yeah, from Survivor Zero on, it's going to be the miss. Nice, nice. Very good. Uh, second question, and this is based off of a,
0: a clip of you that sort of went viral. What's the most fun part about a traditional Indian wedding?
1: The most fun part? It wasn't a fully traditional wedding. Uh, okay. Uh, My parents are Austrian, we are Austrian, so we mixed it up a little bit, but I would say, obviously the dancing, like, uh, I think Bhangra is great music to party to, and, uh, yeah, and I think in just general from how I saw it and how I uh, got told about it, Indian weddings, I think are supposed to be just a big party, and I think that's what a wedding should be. Well, congratulations on that. I also attended one that was sort of a mixture of one not that that long
0: ago, too. And it was very, very fun and very uh, unique to any experience I'd ever had before. Uh, The last 3 question, a friend of the show, Joe DeSario, wanted to know what your favorite American food is.
1: My favorite American food? Um, It's a question, what is American? But I I would say in and out Burger. In and out burger,
0: very very yes. nice. On, on that note, too, just before we wrap, what what did you change about your diet and your fitness when you came to the WWE? Because I think fans could see that uh, you have uh, transformed
1: your body over the uh, over the years. Um. Yeah. I basically I always been training a lot and hard, but uh, yeah, follow the diet for once. Actually, let's just eat less. It was the, that was the big change. Uh, there wasn't really more to it. That whole game about getting in shape. It's the there's no secrets behind it. It's just about continuity. And yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you got to stay into it, focused for a long time. And is a
0: lot of your fitness functional? Is a lot a lot of that sparring and that kind of stuff? Is, do you like grappling and that kind of stuff too?
1: Um, I used to, uh, I used, but especially at the wrestling school, obviously, or would be in the ring more often for training. I would love to do that. Uh, it's great cardio. It's... Fantastic for pro wrestler to be able to understand uh, uh, how certain things in Brazilian jiu-jitsu work, or how certain techniques in other amateur wrestling work. Uh, it's very beneficial. At the end, that's a little bit the root of what we do. Um, so I used to like that, but uh, at the moment it's we. I'm quite busy, so I haven't like. Usually I went every two weeks, once a week. We met up with the group, uh, Imperium, and went in the ring and worked out a little bit. But right now it gets a little bit trickier to find that time because we, especially I, I wrestle three to four times a week anyway.
0: Well, uh, Intercontinental Champion Gunther facing The Miz at Survivor Series on uh, Saturday in Chicago. Thank you so much for joining me today on Under the Ring. Really enjoyed this, really enjoying the heck out of your reign as intercontinental champion one of my favorites thank i've you. ever uh, seen and uh, you're, you're one of my favorite wrestlers too so i was really excited to do this thank you so uh, much. yeah thank you very much and yeah maybe see you again definitely thank you take care thanks again everyone for joining me today on under the ring pro wrestling conversations i'd like to thank the intercontinental champion Gunther for joining me today i'd also like to thank chuck kingsbury and greg domino from wwe for helping set this up check twitter at under the ring for the latest guest announcements and whatever i happen to say about the world of pro wrestling and have a great week everyone